0: This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Imma. I live in Scotland. Hi, I'm Jen and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji and I'm from Nigeria.
2: Hello, I'm Liki and I live in Paris.
1: Hey, I'm Rod I'm
0: from Peru.
2: Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day, with everyone, from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our carbon sessions because it's not too late. Hi, Brian.
0: Hi, Leaky. Happy New Year. (laughs)
1: <laughs> happy new year <laughs> well for those of you listening we we it's sort of funny to us because we're recording this knowing that you'll be listening to this right into the new year but for us it's still 2022 at the moment
0: and actually when you will be listening to this you would also have listened to our last episode of 2022 which is the new year's resolution of Ola benji jen And myself, but we haven't the new year's reservation from Brian.
1: Not yet, but excited to chat about him. Mm. So recently we had a guest speaker on one of our carbon session podcasts uh, named Josh Spodek. Mm. And since that podcast uh, recording session, Josh and I have then gone off on a whole other wonderful thread together that I've been uh, working with him on that has led me to really learning a lot more and both going through myself, the what he refers to as the Spodek method. And, and I've sort of learned a lot about how he's approached different resolutions and changes in his life, habit changes. And then in going through this Spodek method, and I encourage everyone to go check out uh, his website and, and go read more about it. And he's got some great TED Talks. Um, in going through this process, it's a it's sort of a method of coming to finding some things that you want to change in your life through truly intrinsic motivation. Tell me
0: more. I would like to hear more about this.
1: Yeah. So, so you know, often, you know, in the past, I've done, I, I routinely do New, year, New Year's resolutions. And and often there are things like, you know, many years ago, I used to always put sugar in my coffee. And, <laughs> and one year I was like, okay, no more sugar in my coffee, like mm-hmm. done. Um, and from that day forward, I don't, I don't think I've ever put a, a teaspoon of sugar in my coffee. Um, and I think I'm a little bit happier and healthier and better for that resolution. But it was it was, it was an intrinsic motivation, sort of an internal thing, but it was also a little bit extrinsic of like, oh, I know this is a thing that the world is telling me I should have less sugar in my diet. So it was a little bit sort of from the outside, but I've ended up being happy with it. Well, Josh and his method really focus on sort of helping find a kind of thing that you wanna change from a truly intrinsic level and sort of have, you know, an emotional connection to why you're making this change. And so recently, one of the things I did with Josh was in going through this method was uh, we focused on some of my own memories uh, in the environment and uh, sort of the natural world. And it led me to going and doing um, some picking up trash along the road uh, near my home. And it was this sort of very interesting experience as part of this methodology. And so I... I, it was, it, and it was fun. I was, it, it started from this place of like, okay, I want to, I want to go, like, I haven't experienced this part of my community. I, if I'm going to be on that road, I'm driving along it, but it's a beautiful section of road. And so I went and walked along it instead and picked up trash along the way. And that's led to, you know, sort of some interesting sort of experiences. And I will say walking along And picking up trash was a a very eye opening kind of experience um, that has turned out to be a fun experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I've actually been having fun. I've now been, I've gone and done it a few more times since then. And here in the Northeast of the United States, it's pretty cold right Mm -hmm. now. And so it's, you know, I bundle up and I go early in the morning when traffic is low uh, and go along and pick up some trash. And it's been sort of like, very intellectually, uh, like I've I've learned so many things by just like looking at the trash I'm picking up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I feel like every time I'm picking up something new, there's this like uh, this story behind why is this here? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 I've been surprised at some of the patterns of what I'm finding um, along the roadside. And so I think for me, one of my New Year's resolutions is going to be. And it's, it's not, I'm doing it for the extrinsic, you know, I want the road to look a little bit nicer and I want the, um, you know, the, the litter to not be there and not, you know, get down into the Hudson River and, and our waterways. And, you know, those are my extrinsic. But really there's this like deep, enjoyable and intrinsic motivation that I really am having fun this all started as a memory of some of, you know, where I grew up in Oregon and this, this sort of pristine landscape and it sort of started there and then turned into this, like, let me go experience this part. And now I'm having a lot of fun. And, and I think many of us, if asked, like, would you go walk along the roadside and pick up trash? Like you might say yes, as a like, Oh, I'm I'm, yes, I will. But it's an, it's a burden that I'm agreeing to. And I have to say, I'm, because of how I came to this idea and how it's been going so far. It's one that I'm sincerely enjoying and having fun with. I listen to podcasts while I'm doing it and enjoy the beautiful nature around me. And, and, and I've actually been really enjoying the, the intellectual stimulation of sort of thinking about what's where this trash is coming from and what's the story behind it. So So for me, roadside litter pickup I think is is one of my new year's resolutions that that as I've done in the past I really try to make them not like a one year resolution but a like this is a thing I'm going to do going forward.
0: Wow, this you make you make it sound like a very um sp- highly spiritual activity. Uh and connecting with yourself, connecting with others, connecting with the past. That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it really has been fun. Like I've you know, some of the things that, you know, I, I it's, it's also influencing some of my other things as I'm going through, like the amount of bags, you know, and and coffee cups, and, you know, for me, one of the interesting things was like, I've been astounded at how many 80% full water bottles I found <sighs> where like, it's still closed and like someone had it and then threw it out their window after having, I don't know, two or three sips of water. Mm. Like I, I've been sort of dumbfounded. So it's really had me, it's just caused me to like, also throughout my day, every time I see a water bottle, like a a disposable plastic water bottle, it's actually had me like reflecting back to my walks Mm -hmm. in this, you know, in this way from the day. So it's been, it's been sort of, yeah, very spiritual and fun. And I've really been enjoying it. And it's gotten me actually closer to nature. Like it's a reason I'm out spending time walking In what is, yes, it's a road, but it's, there's beautiful trees. And I'm actually getting close to, you know, like the ground and like seeing what's happening. And it's sort of untended wilderness Mm -hmm. in the way that like our parks and hiking trails often are very tended Mm -hmm. and some, you know, a sense manicured. Mm -hmm. So it's been sort of fun to see this like wild part of like, I don't know what's growing where and along the road.
0: Yeah. And because you're doing it outside outside. Uh, people, you you are very visible and other people might be inspired by what you're doing. And so maybe you are starting a movement.
1: (laughs) Maybe, maybe I I am wearing, you know, it's again, it's very cold. So I'm wearing and I'm along the road. So I'm wearing like a very bright orange coat. (laughs) Um, So I'm definitely visibly noticeable. Uh, maybe people in my community will see who I am.
0: And you're doing it yourself, or are you uh, you wanted uh, you you're okay with doing it with other people? Because it seems like a oh. very solitary activity. The way you're describing it,
1: it's you know I think it's um, it's interesting. I so far have been enjoying. Actually, one of the other things that came out of one of the po- podcasts, uh, the TCA community podcast, I was looking, listening to was some note about getting sunlight on your face in the morning, mm-hmm. like see it looking at the sun directly and getting that as a, as a, as a health uh, thing. And so it's one of the things, you know, I'm going early in the morning and now instead of, I have a moment to be standing there and like, go look at the sky for a couple minutes and and see that. And I wouldn't want to give up on some of the solitary mm-hmm. reflective time that it has been, you know, I think in the same way that Maybe there are people that, you know, they go running or yes. biking or other exercise and that that time is in fact Leaky, I think you're a runner, right? Yes. Yes. There was a recent episode about your running shoes. Yes. Right?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. And you you may not want to give up all the alone time, but I would at the same time love to have people come do this with me.
0: Mm. That's beautiful. But again,
1: yeah. I'm I this is one of the interesting things about this project I've been working on and learning from, from Josh is I'm not, I'm not really doing it necessarily just to clean up litter. I'm doing it because I'm actually enjoying my time out there in, in nature. Like it really, I have been enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Is there a way to discover this intrinsic motivation? Because I'm trying to think of something I could do, um, Actually, there are things I enjoy doing and it it's, has become easily um, easy as to switch it, uh, to adopt it as a habit. Um, so, And I'm sure that there are other things I could discover. So is there a way I could discover before? Well, actually, yeah, we are recording um, at the beginning of December. So I have almost three or four weeks before I make it. <laughs> <laughs> so what should I do with my three, four weeks uh, in discovering this intrinsic motivation so I can discover a new habit?
1: Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, part of what I will reference back to is is this Spodek method. So, so Josh, who has done uh, quite a number of very big pattern changes or habit changes in his life, um, among his many other accomplishments, you know, Right now, he's working, uh, or he is, you know, about a little bit over six or seven months ago, he decided to just unplug from the grid. He lives in New York City, (laughs) and he said, okay, I'm going to live unplugged from the grid. Uh, He has a few solar panels that he hikes, I think it's 10 or 11 stories up to his building's roof to put out his panels and charge his little battery (laughs) so that he can still have some computer access and things. So he, he's still, con, you know, creating solar energy power and and doing some a small amount. But, but broadly speaking, he's living off grid in New York City, New York. And, and that thing started. And at first, you you might think like, oh, that's a big imposition. Like, that's a really big imposition to just be like, okay, I won't, you know, stay plugged in any his refrigerator isn't plugged in, you know, like, all these kind of things that are these modern conveniences. And he speaks to that, because he came to those, those pattern changes, from a place of like, sincere, intrinsic, and I'm going to come back and try to answer your question, but because he came to it with this intrinsic side of things, it really... Has been something that he's been enjoying. I mean, he's, we've talked numerous times while he's sitting upstairs, keeping an eye on his solar panels, and it's, it's cold. It's, you know, it's uh, just over zero Celsius or, you know, 35, 36 degrees Fahrenheit. It's cold outside and he's sitting outside, but he's now a little bit more in tune with, he's paying attention to the path of the sun in the sky and getting in touch with some of these things that when you have some conveniences, you aren't. And he's finding joys. In what otherwise someone might perceive as a as an obligation or an imposition. And I think it comes from he did, he came to this idea from a place of intrinsic, I want to do this for me, not because someone told me I need to. And thus he's more readily finding the joys in it. And so his method, the Spodak method, starts with, you know, reflecting back on your own experiences with the environment and nature and recalling and enjoying sort of reliving those moments from your from your own life and then sort of staying in that moment and reflecting and coming up with like, okay, so what's something that you could do today that helps you refind or find again that kind of emotional connection with nature? Right? And so he walks through this this sort of very neat method of starting with a memory and an experience that then and a set of emotions and feelings that then move over into okay well how do you how might you today it doesn't have to be doing good for the planet or either like it there you know there are some constraints around it but but how might you go reconnect with those and then turn helping turn it into a smart goal you know a smart goal is sort of a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, timely, like sort of like few things that are good kind of goals. And then, and then going and doing it and checking back in on it. And that's how we came, you know, I came up with this, like, okay, I want to go spend time in this, in this kind of way. And now it's turned into my new year's resolution that it's a thing I've really been enjoying. And it's not an imposition, even though I'm going and picking up other people's trash, I'm really enjoying it.
0: I need to really need to think about it because um, it's hard. Because I, I, I've got a lot of good, I mean, emotions that. I, well, I really feel um, my connection with nature, but it's usually related. It's something that I do outdoor um, by the sea or in mountains or mm-hmm. like in in the forest. But I live in the middle of a city, so. That's a little bit hard, so I need to find something that I enjoy doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think start with start with a specific experience, a time and a feeling. Like, and and if you if you want to do this right now, tell me about it. Like, start there. Mm. You don't have to. We don't have to jump to the to the what are you going to go do. But like, let's let's start with you know, a time and an experience. And if I, you know, this is now turning into me interviewing you. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, the first time I actually had a berry, uh, in my life because Mm -hmm. I was born in Hong Kong and there was when I, at the time I was born, there was no, I mean, at that time, we didn't ship, uh, berries, from one mm-hmm. place, uh, from one country to the other end of the world. And so the first time I had the strawberry was something that, because my my father uh, was growing it in mm-hmm. inside, like just like, you know, in a, in a small uh, pot. And so he was growing it indoor. And uh, so that I was little, but the first time I had the strawberry was a revelation. And then later, I remember. Then, uh, um, a few years after that, um, we moved to France, and the first I had the same f- experience. The same thing. The first time I had a cherry, it was the first time I had a cherry mm-hmm. in my life. So, I don't know. Uh, does it help?
1: Yeah, and and tell me, tell us and the listeners about your first ex- tell, tell us in detail. Like, what was it like the first time? It was something novel.
0: It was something that I've never experienced. And I felt that was a new world was opening. Uh, That was, Mm and, and seeing this, you know, I remember seeing this little strawberry growing um, and uh, waiting for it to turn, uh, to turn, to turn red. And um, I remember Mm -hmm. I was little and I was trying to hide it Uh, Because I didn't want my sisters to see it turning red.
1: (laughs) So So you like moved the leaves around. So it was a little (laughs) bit hidden. Yeah.
0: So it was, um, and it was, it had a, um, it came with a lot of pride as well, because it was something novel. And uh, the taste was novel and it was a lot of pride because it's something that we, oh, I got it. Oh, it's something that we grew together uh, with my mm-hmm. father and uh, so because it's something that was very, really, that did not exist, that we couldn't have but we make this, all this effort and to, to to plant it and to have it so we can eat it and it was something that, yeah, that I had a lot of joy, you know, doing something, seeing it grow and, um, and then feeling privileged to eat something I've never tasted before and that Not many people enjoy. So that's, um, I think I know what I'm going to do.
1: (laughs) Okay, good. Well, I mean, that was, I I have an idea,
0: but uh, I was
1: just, (laughs) I was there with you, like sort of like day after day, like watching and waiting for the strawberry to grow. I can, I can picture you as a young girl, like pushing the little, like, (laughs) you know, green turning light pink strawberry, like hiding it under a leaf, Um, and uh, that anticipation, you know, and that sort of, and then that final joy of like the actual experience and the novelty of like a flavor that's new to you. Yes. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, you just took me on a great little, like (laughs) a journey. I love that. I love that. Now, so, you know, I'm going to invite you at at your option to think of something and, and it seems like maybe you already have that you can do to reconnect with those emotions in the environment? Like, what's a thing that, that might help you reconnect with that, those feelings?
0: Um, obviously, it will be to try to grow more food in my apartment. Uh, mm. and okay. I don't have a lot of space for that. And um, mm-hmm. um, But I think it's something that will be... And it's it will be great because um, instead of going and buy basil, I could just have it in my kitchen. That's easy. And so, mm-hmm. um, I'm not a very good um, um, plant care. Uh, I don't water them mm-hmm. very regularly, but it's something I can do and learn. So uh-huh. and then I'll get to enjoy all this. And it's it's great to grow your own food, even if it's difficult. Uh, uh, because, uh, because it brings joy and, uh, it's also mm-hmm. something I can talk, um, talk about when, um, and then, uh, maybe, you know, m- make my love for growing food a little bit contagious. So other people will do it.
1: I, I would imagine that, you know, so if we, if we turn this into a thing and I'm going to create some accountability here <laughs> with you in a second, <laughs> mm. we're going to make this a smart goal for you. Um, I would definitely wager that your enjoyment of this will lead to you sharing this experience maybe even sharing the, the the produce itself whichever things you plan to grow with others and that will bring some of those warm feelings of community and 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 you'll be enjoying those feelings that you were just sharing of the anticipation watching this thing grow and then that novelty of of enjoying something that that you've grown yourself and the flavors that it brings. Um, okay. So I, I think this is a, a wonderful thing. It's something that you're not already doing. Uh, it's something you're going to do with your own hands Yes, and it will leave the world a little bit better than you found it. Right. Yes. Like this will, this will move it in the right direction. Um, so, and, and I think you're going to I anticipate that you're going to find some joy with this. Um, I, so
0: yeah. actually I, I, I mean, I, I love how you helped me uh, make this decision because it's something I've been thinking about and I've mm-hmm. been, I've been looking at, you know, on Instagram, a lot of pages of people that grow food in apartments mm-hmm. in Paris. We're very mm-hmm. small, like, you know, on the edge of the windows and some people mm-hmm. do it, but I've never made a decision. That I'm going to do it myself. And then. You helped me reconnect with why in the first place I wanted to do it. That's something that I have kind of forgot why I wanted to I was interested in this in the first place. So
1: well and and that's that's this beauty of now it's an intrinsic thing, not this sort of pressure of, oh, on Instagram I saw all these great pictures of everyone else's window garden, so I should do that too. That's extrinsic. Mm. But now it's just like this joy from the inside. So, but wait, I I want to get to, you know, our, uh, the commitment part. I do want to do that real quick because I think that's that's part of a useful thing here. Like, let's make it a specific goal. Yep, you got your pencil out. <laughs> okay, um, so you're going to plant some plants. Mm. Okay, so I think that's pretty specific, uh, measurable. We'll be able to measure that you planted some plants it seems to me pretty achievable Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very realistic. Now, timely, let's sort of chat through that. Do you think, you know, it takes a while for plants to germinate and, and that, so maybe we say, you know, it's right now, it's the beginning of December for us as we record this. So how about I check in with you at the beginning of January, 30 days from now to see if you've if you've done it, because by then the seeds will—most seed types will have germinated—so they'll be like little sprouts just sticking up above the soil. <laughs> um, they won't be full plants yet. <laughs> but does that feel like thirty days from now? By then, you think you'll have planted them and and they'll have had a, a little bit of time in soil.
0: Yeah. That's actually we should have had this conversation yesterday because yesterday I went to the florist to buy flowers and there was mm-hmm. a lady who was buying some uh, basil seeds and uh, she was uh-huh. um, so I need to she she bought them because she said, she was saying that you know it's I think it's a it's a good time to to put them in in soil and then I thought hmm, why is she doing it but then I should have bought this so I need to go back to the florist.
1: Okay, <laughs> there you go. That's wonderful. Well, so I will plan to connect with you in January and check in on this because I'm very excited to hear your experiences along the way. Great.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> that conversation started with you sharing <laughs> your New Year's resolution. And, <laughs> yep.
1: and now you got one.
0: <laughs> that's it.
1: But it's one that I think you're going to really enjoy. Yes yes yeah and and i will say this so we i we you and i have never talked about this before but a few years ago that was something i did coincidentally oh was starting to learn my grandfather was a master gardener (gasps) and did grew and 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 bred different plants and grafted plants together and did amazing things Mm. um with his planting knowledge um and it was a thing that I had not, I'd learned some of as a child, but not a lot. And so a few years ago, I said, okay, this is a thing I want to go learn how to do. And I've now done trying to raise things from seeds for uh, three, this will be my third winter. Um, and it's each year, it's been a learning process, but it's been a lot of fun, like coming and and touching soil and taking, I mean, basil seeds, I'm sure you saw them are they're like the tip of a pencil. They're so yes, tiny, yes. and yet they turn into these wonderful, amazing plants. They're so fun to consume and, and fairly easy to grow. Um, that's awesome. And so I will, I will also say um, one of the joys for me along this way is I've gone from first I bought seeds, and this last year was the first year that I was planting seeds from the plants that I had grown, oh. that I'd harvested the seeds wow. and dried them. And so this year, again, coming here in a few weeks, I'll be planting up my, I'll have all these, you know, uh, racks of things to the chagrin of my wife. Um, <laughs> We've got a room that gets a lot of sun and I've got these, like all these, these uh, uh, racks set up for the plants. Um, And uh, I'll be planting my second year of seeds grown from the things I planted. That's beautiful. Wow. I'm really looking yeah, forward to
0: it. so much, I'm really
1: excited <laughs> for your job.
0: Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you. This has been great. Okay. Well, thanks for joining everyone for another Carbon Sessions.
2: You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.